0: ES Audio Hi, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is the Evening Standards Tech and Science Daily Coming up, an NFT of Sir Paul McCartney's Song Notes sells at auction But first are you one of the millions of people who've watched The Tinder Swindler on Netflix? Well, one of the women at the heart of the story has been speaking to us about her fight to protect others from fraud. I was with the police here in the UK and they said if your organisation would have existed here, we would have sent all the fraud victims to you. So it is something that is needed. Cecilia Fialhoy fell victim to Simon Levev and is still paying off hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of debts because of his actions. Simon's case was so extraordinary. It's the reason why it became a Netflix documentary, but I would love to help people in general, because there are a lot of different types of fraud still out there. You can hear the full interview with Cecilia on the Evening Standards podcast, The Leader. Now... Porn sites in the UK will be legally required to verify users' age under new internet safety laws. The measures to ensure users are 18 or over could see people asked to prove they own a credit card or confirm their age through a third-party service. Sites that fail to comply could be fined up to 10% of their global turnover. The legislation, which is part of the draft online safety bill, aims to give children better protection from explicit material. It's expected to be introduced to parliament over the next few months. Next. Getting more sleep could be an important tool when it comes to losing weight, new research suggests. We studied overweight individuals who habitually sleep fewer than six and a half hours at night, and we increased their sleep duration by an average of 1.2 hours. Dr. Esra Tasseli is director of the University of Chicago Sleep Centre and is behind the study. We saw that even though they were living in real world, continuing their daily activities, their caloric intake reduced by an average of 270 kilocalorie per day. She's been explaining why the evidence could be a game changer. For the first time that uh, we could potentially reverse some of these effects by extending sleep, which then could tell the brain um, not to eat those extra calories. The hope is that the findings can be applied to existing obesity intervention programs. Next. Japanese conglomerate SoftBank has called off its planned sale of UK microchip designer ARM to the US tech group Nvidia. ARM's chip designs are used in most smartphones and smart devices around the world. It licenses its technology to major companies such as Apple and Samsung. When the deal was first announced in September 2020, it was valued at around $40 billion. The planned sale had faced major regulatory hurdles in the UK, United States and European Union. SoftBank now aims to flow ARM shares on the stock market by the end of March 2023. Now An NFT of Sir Paul McCartney's Song Notes for Hey Jude has sold for over £50,000. The item was sold alongside an assortment of band memorabilia, including guitars and outfits owned by John Lennon. Over £117,000 was made at the auction in LA, which was organised by Lennon's son, Julian, as part of Lennon Connection, the NFT collection. Next Cootes CEO Peter Flabel has been speaking on the Evening Standard's new business podcast called An Invitation to Meet, about how important environmental issues are when it comes to running the bank. And we said actually, no, if we believe in this, actually we should, all of our funds should be invested with ESG filters. So the only way that you can invest with Cootes now is through these ESG filters. ESG or environmental social and governance describes areas that characterize a sustainable, responsible or ethical investment. Flavel says that green issues are high on the agenda for his employees too. If you're going to be relevant to a new generation of employee, wouldn't matter if you if you disagreed. <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree with it, but if you were just being practical, you go actually the the organization needs to move this way. Because that's the way of future generation. You can hear the full interview with Coot CEO Peter Flavel on the An Invitation to Meet podcast. Just click the link in the show description. It'll take you right there. Let's go to the ads. Stay there for more news from the world of tech and science. Plus, why no one knows what the largest shark ever looked like. Why not hit follow in the meantime? go to standard.co.uk forward slash access startup angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of june 2024 good luck welcome back astronomers think they've spotted a rogue black hole on its own for the first time Until now, all stellar-mass black holes detected have existed in binary systems with partners such as neutron stars. As the name black hole suggests, they absorb any light that falls into them, making them difficult to find against the dark of space. But they're easier to see in binary systems because their interactions with their partners can generate light or gravitational waves. Researchers from the Space Telescope Science Institute in Baltimore made the discovery with the help of NASA's Hubble Space Telescope. And finally... Scientists have admitted they're still no closer to knowing what the largest shark that ever lived looked like. Megalodons swam the Earth's oceans up to 3.6 million years ago, but only fossilised teeth and vertebrae have ever been found. Experts believe they reach lengths of up to 65 feet, more than three times the size of a great white shark. While megalodons are often portrayed as monsters that resemble great whites in TV and movies, like in the 2018 sci-fi film The Meg, there's no conclusive evidence this was the case because shark cartilage doesn't preserve well. A study published in the international journal of Historical Biology says that all proposed body forms of the giant shark remain nothing more than speculation. You're up to date. Come back at 4pm for the Leader Podcast, where we'll bring you the latest news, interviews and analysis from the Evening Standard here in London. We'll be back tomorrow at 1pm. See you then.